The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by the Valentine Museum. Its Richmond History Makers event honors the individuals, organizations, objects, and even moments that have shaped Richmond's history over the past 125 years. Thursday, April 11th, part of a week-long celebration at the Valentine. Tickets can be purchased at richmondhistorymakers.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast. The recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia's forensic scientists and medical examiners are one step closer to getting a new state crime lab. State officials broke ground on a $190 million central laboratory in Hanover County Thursday. It's set to open in 2026. Secretary of Public Safety Bob Mosier said the complex would include more space to analyze evidence and train law enforcement. In other words, this facility will put more bad guys behind bars while making sure that the innocent are fully protected. State officials say the lab has outgrown its current headquarters in downtown Richmond, which opened in 1998. More than 50 restaurants, caterers, and food trucks are gearing up for next week's Richmond Black Restaurant Experience, an annual event focused on supporting black people in the culinary industry. The week-long celebration runs March 5th through the 12th. Organizers say 2022 was the first year the event broke a million dollars in sales. The celebration kicks off with Mobile Soul Sunday in Monroe Park from noon to 5 p.m. Visit the Richmond Black Experience website for more details. That's at rbre365.com. A grassroots group in Richmond ratcheted up pressure over affordable housing at a city council meeting this week. Jad Khalil from VPM News has more. Richmonders involved to strengthen our communities has about 1,500 members, it says. On Monday, the group claimed one in 10 was in city council chambers. I just received a text that individuals are stuck outside. There is space. Uh, within the chambers. Risk, as it's popularly known, was there because it says city officials are ignoring their request to transfer affordable housing money. Two years ago, city council set up a dedicated stream of funding for the Affordable Housing Trust Fund. That fund gives out loans to encourage building housing for people in need. Risk says $2.4 million in property taxes that should have gone into the fund hasn't. Martin Wegbright is on the fund's advisory board and spoke alongside risk activists. There is no discretion here. million should be in the special reserve. Follow your own law. About 45% of Richmonders spend more than one-third of their income on housing. The Partnership for Housing Affordability says the city and surrounding counties need about 40,000 affordable units to eliminate this need. A city spokesperson said the mayor and city council are using $20 million in federal COVID aid instead of the $2.4 million in tax money. But it appears money hasn't been moved into the trust fund though the city says it's being used for affordable housing projects. A city spokesperson also didn't answer questions VPM News sent about how much money was in the trust fund or whose responsibility it is to move the funds. Jad Khalil, VPM News. The Ampersand International Arts Festival in Williamsburg concludes its week-long run Sunday. Now, in its 16th year, the festival holds workshops like What Makes a Great Stunt Person and showcases independent films, dance, theater, and musical performances. Multi-instrumentalist Jen Shu is one of the performers. Her multimedia show, Zero Grasses, Ritual for the Losses, is dedicated to her late father. She says Ritual investigates familial grief, but also delves into her feelings on race, technology, and fertility. 
stuff that we don't talk about a lot, you know, especially as women. And it became an homage to dad, um, turning a spotlight on stuff that's usually just not on stage. It's background stuff, you know, that we just keep quiet. Some events are free, but Shoe's 2 p.m. Sunday performance at the Kimball Theater costs $15. For more information, visit ampersandfestival.com. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has completed three studies on whether the Mountain Valley Pipeline in southwest Virginia would threaten certain species of bats, fish, and plants. On Wednesday, the agency concluded in a 297-page report that the proposed pipeline likely won't impact the flora and fauna, according to the Roanoke Times. Additional information was included in this latest study after a federal appeals court tossed out earlier opinions from the Wildlife Service. Other approvals still need to be obtained before the project moves forward, though a partner in the project is hopeful the pipeline will be completed by the end of the year. A lawsuit settlement over Henrico County spilling sewage into the James River has left the county with new infrastructure responsibilities. Patrick Larson with VPM News reports that work is already underway. The settlement says the county must choose a $1 million environmental improvement project. Here's Bentley Chan, Henrico's Director of Public Utilities. This $1 million, yes, will uh, will do a lot of good, uh, but we, we won't stop there. Chan said the county is working to meet the requirements of a 2021 consent order with the Department of Environmental Quality, which the Environmental Integrity Project and local nonprofits felt wouldn't do enough, hence their lawsuit. As part of the settlement, the deadlines for some projects ordered by DEQ, like updating wastewater filter systems, have been moved up, and according to EIP attorney Sarah Kula, the county will have a range of new considerations to make as it develops a facilities plan. They're going to have to take into account um, the effects of heavier rainfalls due to climate change. The James River Association says Henrico's problems aren't unique. Sewer systems all along the river are in need of upgrades. Patrick Larson, VPM News. At a meeting of the Virginia Cannabis Control Authority this week, members voiced concern over the board's ability to function efficiently. The panel, established in 2021 to develop and enforce regulations around the legalized marijuana market, is facing a potential budget cut. Without the General Assembly finalizing a budget, the board's president said they were in, quote, limbo, according to the Virginia Mercury. Competing versions of the state's proposed budget could cut the board's finances in half. The authority is also expected to begin overseeing medical marijuana and pot-related advertising in the state beginning in 2024. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM.